0: This is Educated and Empowered. Hi guys, it's Tenille M. Jackson coming to you one more time with yet another interesting topic um, and you all know the protocol by now before we jump into it. I always ask that if you are not already doing so to please follow me across social media, whether it be Wisdom, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok, Instagram, Clubhouse or YouTube, you can find and follow me at my name is Tenille. and if you want to connect with me on a more personal or professional level, I should say. Then feel free to go to my website, which is my name is taniel.com. That's my name is T O N E-A-L dot com. And there you can see what I do as a speaker, as a coach. If you would like for me to speak at your events or if you would like for me to serve as your personal coach, you need someone whose brain you could pick to help get you further in life, then I'm able to do that for uh, for a consultative fee as well as create your own personal coaching plans. So again, go to my website, which is my name is Tenille.com. And today what we are talking about is something that many people probably think about, whether you know it consciously or subconsciously, we probably think about this all the time. And the topic is living a well-balanced life right? That's what we're talking about today, living a well-balanced life. And so there are a lot of different ways I could have went with it. I could have posed the question, are you living a well-balanced life? Uh, We could have said, well, how do you define a well-balanced life? But I just wanted to Instead of going there, just talk about generically living a well-balanced life, right? And I think within the talk, I'll probably end up talking about those questions. And so here's the thing. It is really hard. And yes, I am a life coach. It is, but it's very hard to tell someone else what it means to live a well-balanced life. And this is what I mean by that. What might be balanced for me? may not be balanced for you that term in and of itself is relative right however that said I do believe that it is a um, it is possible to be well balanced in whatever balance means for you so let's delve into it so that way I can give you a little bit more clarity because I don't want you like what did she just say? What is that? Just not contradictory is not contradictory at all. So <laughs> let me explain a little bit more. OK, so here is what I mean. If you are a person. So whether you want to look at being balanced from the perspective of personal uh, personal, professional, and spiritual, looking at being balanced there, I'm sorry, I forgot one, personal, professional, spiritual, and social. So, be are you balanced in all four of those categories? Or if you want to look at balance as being physical, mental, spiritual, and financial, right? So those are two different ways that you can, that a person can assess their lives to see whether or not, they have too much in one area and not enough in the other, right? But personally, I believe regardless of which which metric that you use, whether you're looking at the areas of your life as being, hey, I'm categorizing myself in these following areas, personal, professional, social, and spiritual, or if you say, well, I'm more so focused on physical, mental, uh, emotional, and spiritual, and then some people even throw in that financial, right? I think that regardless of which way you measure yourself or assess yourself, it will get to the same end result. And so, We're going to look at both areas and why I say that I can't you can't really as a coach, you can't really tell someone what balance actually means. You can just assess whether or not they are in balance. Right. So as an example. If I use the metric of being in balance as being personally, you know, all four of these need to be present. Your personal life, your professional life, your spiritual life and your social life. What if you have someone who does not work? Right. So first of all, before we even go there, let's define what is meant by each of those areas. So when we say your personal life, because someone may be saying, well, what's the difference between a personal life and the social life? Let's go ahead and delve into those. Right. So when we talk about your personal life, we mean your personal relationships. So whether or not you are a spouse or have a significant other, uh, if you have children are you spending time with those people your family so if your parents are still alive uh, your extended family your siblings like what does your personal relationships look like so at this point we don't necessarily classify friends and work or church but we're simply looking at personally you as a person so number one if I have a significant other, am I spending time with them, right? Because we're talking about being in balance. And so many times what happens, you will have people who are totally out of balance, but unless you take the time to assess, you won't even realize that you're out of balance. Why? Because Very rarely do we sit down consciously to assess where we are in life. Our habits just become our habits and we just grow to accept them as being such. So that if I am a workaholic, if I enjoy my work, then I'm not going to see anything as being wrong with that. However, if you are neglecting your other areas of your life, then it means you're out of balance. But in the same, in the same example, so let's, let's paint this picture, because you guys know I like telling stories and giving analogies. So let's say if you have two identical individuals, one person is a family person, meaning this person is a spouse and is a parent. The other person does not have a spouse and they have no children. So, if you have that person who has no spouse, no children, maybe they don't even have an extended family, or you know, whether the extended family is gone, or maybe they're just in a different part of town, or they're not close, or whatever the case may be. This person really, un, you know, with no, no uh, nothing to do with their own selves or their own decisions, they don't really have a family or an extended family right? So in looking at that person, that person, if they spend more of their time in the professional realm, they're not really considered out of balance as much as the person who actually does have a family, who does have a spouse, children, parents, so on and so forth. Why? Because now, If I'm the person in the latter example where I actually have a family, but if I'm spending all of my time working, then what that means is that I am taking away time that also needs to be allocated to the the people that's in my life. So I hope that you all are seeing where I'm going with this. So if you have people that fit each category, And if you are not attending to each category, then you are not in balance. So if I had, and when I'm saying, I'm saying in balance, I I-N, not M balance, I-M. So if you have a, a spouse and children, but you are always at work, then there is an M balance there you are spending too much time at work and 10 times out of 10, your significant other or children are probably telling you as much. It'll come in the forms like, when are you coming home? You're never at home. We never see you. You're always working. And so if you hear those things, and if you hear those things often, especially if it's from the people that you love, chances are it's not them it's you. My mother would always say everybody ain't telling the same lie. And so if everybody is saying that you're never home, even though in your mind, you may be able to justify it because you know you may be saying in the case of a spouse well it's not like i'm cheating it's not like i'm doing this or i could be doing so many other things or you may be saying but i'm being really productive at work and can't you just be happy for me can't you just support me and the fact of the matter is that it's not that those situations are not valid, right? However, you have to understand that you still have a responsibility that you must maintain that goes beyond financial because in the matters of uh, when when the scale is tipped in a imbalanced away from the family and towards professional, many times people feel that, okay, well, I'll just write a check or I'll just cash app you or zail you, I'll give you more money. But what you don't understand is that, especially if you are a loving person, people prefer your presence than your money. Like maybe here and there, they'll let you get away with missing a recital or missing, you know, a family gathering or something like that. But if that becomes a way of life where you're always finding yourself apologizing for missing the family function, for not being there for your children, then that means that you are not in balance. And the reality is that you will probably end up losing or deeply severing some relationships right because people like to feel as though they are a priority to and for you and if they are always having to receive apologies for your absence then they may not stick around long enough for you to continue apologizing so once you realize that it is a problem then at that point you need to figure out how you can tip the skills in a way that will better balance them right so i just kind of talked about personal as well as professional um if let's say And again, so what we're talking about is living a well-balanced life. But right now what I'm doing is breaking down why it is that many times coaches will not examine it from or assess it from the perspective of personal, professional, spiritual, and social. And so the short of it is the fact that everybody's lives are not equally distributed, right? Everyone may not have a job or everyone may not have a family Or everyone may not go to church Or have some type of spiritual connection Everyone may not have friends And so I can't tell you If you are not working Oh well you need to go to work It may be a reason why you're not working You may not want to work You may be the spouse that has chosen to be home And that in and of itself is a job I Before I you know created my own business and became a entrepreneur like by choice I was what they term domestic engineer my choice was to be a stay-at-home mom for my children I wanted to be hands-on with my children I did not want to pay anybody and that's not to say that any parent who chooses to do that is wrong I'm simply saying what my personal choices were I chose to be the parent Um, As long as I could, as long as my husband, you know, so long as he was working, my choice was to be the parent that stayed home. I wanted to raise my children. I wanted to be very hands on with them. And we had a lot of children. And it was very important to me to know my children, that my children know me. I want to be the one taking them Mm -hmm. to school, helping them with their homework, you know, doing their hair, knowing their friends, all of that was very important to me and one of the things in fact very early on in our marriage uh that my husband and i had to really have an understand about was that my work and i put that in quotations it was no less relevant than his was just because he went to go and punch a clock every day right like because when you when you are a stay at home parent you don't get to clock in and clock out you are working all around the clock whether you feel like it or you don't there are no paid days off you don't get any retirement uh anything like it's your job to constantly deal with your children and and maintain your household and so i said all of that to say that if you are a person who does not have a quote unquote real job, right? AKA a traditional job, you're not going and clocking in for somebody, then I can't tell you, oh, where well, you're out of balance because you're not working professionally. No, what I'm then going to do is assess what else is going on in your life so other if all your life consists of is just your household then definitively I will say you are out of balance and if for no other reason is that when we're talking about from a personal perspective you have to understand that while yes it is good to take care of your your family your children your significant other your parents whomever in order to be in balance in that scenario you need to make sure that you are also on your list that you are doing something for yourself right and so whether that means even if you say well I don't really want to have friends I don't want to hang out with anybody outside of my household or outside of my family that's fine but there should still be some time that you have to spend just for yourself and many of my clients that I've dealt with over the years that's really the area in which they fall short they are spending so much time doing so much for other people so whether it's the they don't have any other categories other than just that household or even if they do have all the categories checked off the personal professional spiritual and social they they're just constantly go go going all the time to the point that they're not taking care of themselves so they are run down they are discouraged they are frustrated they are stressed out and one of the reasons is because you're constantly going and doing and being. And there comes a time where you just have to, as I term it, unplug. You have to unplug, unwind, stop, reboot, however it is that you want to label it. That is necessary. You cannot just continue to go on, you know, just continuously never stopping, never resting, never breaking. You will burn yourself out. And so, again, when you're looking at being in balance, regardless of what categories you have, you must know, <laughs> excuse me, you must know, understand, and accept that taking care of yourself is is necessary if you do not have you on your list and yes I understand how I'm saying it because I need it to hammer home because many times people don't do this and it is not just women it's men as well People do not take the time to take care of themselves because that element I have found to not necessarily be a man versus woman thing, not even to be an old versus young thing or a black versus white thing. I have found that issue to be a selfless versus selfish thing. Right. And what do I mean by that? we typically call people who do for themselves we want to label them selfish right as being selfish because they choose to do for themselves now if all you do is for yourself and you're never doing for other people then yes you are selfish but i think many times people who are selfless are selfless to a fault right? You, you're always putting everybody else before you. You're never on your own list. You're never taking care of yourself. You're always sacrificing. And even when it gets to the point that it's to your detriment, then that becomes a problem. And sometimes people who are selfless cannot fathom not doing for others and they feel that doing for someone else um and, and I'm sorry they feel that doing for themselves then makes them selfish and so they're trying everything in their pro- in their power to not be selfish I don't want to be labeled as selfish I don't want to be the type of person that you know can never do for this person or that person and that's the wrong way to look at taking care of yourself taking care of yourself is necessary I always reference even what they say on the airplanes right anyone who's ever been on any type of airplane they typically tell you in the instructions before you take off they say if anything happens with the plane And in case of emergency that you are to get your oxygen mask and before you put it over somebody else's nose, you put it on your own nose. Why? Because you're no good to anybody else if you're dead. And so taking care of yourself is necessary in order to be able to take care of others. So if you're just now tuning in, today I'm talking about living a well balanced life, and this isn't necessarily me um telling you specifically what a well balanced life looks like because again, although I am a life coach, everybody's life looks differently, and so this is not a one size fits all um. Generically, I can give advice that can help everyone assess their lives. But if I took five people, guaranteed their lives would look totally different. And so I cannot make one picture and say okay well all of you all need to be living this type of life and if we be honest that's the problem with the society that we have in now uh the this problem that we have with society now is that everybody wants to be cookie cutter images of each other everybody sees Beyonce and wants to be Beyonce or wants to be Nicki Minaj or wants to be Cardi B or wants to be Kim Kardashian or you know uh wants to be Rihanna like we we see one person and now we feel that we have to become that person, live like that person, be like that person look like that person and we lose originality because we're always trying to mimic someone else when the fact is that in some of these cases they're not even being uh, doing good at being them because they're not who they are like if you talk to some of these people outside of a public platform you'll notice that they're probably totally different than the persona that you get right because it's the persona that sells tickets and that makes money and so it's not even they're not even being themselves they're being who they have found other people like and will pay for and the greatest irony is that so we then as a society are striving to be like people who are not even like themselves and so one of the things that I do try to push uh, within my coaching not just my personal coaching but this is just who I am period is embrace who you are become the best version of yourself not the best version of your sister or your best friend or this person or that person figure out who you are and then become the best version of that right and so in either case if you guys are not already following me then i ask that you do um find me across social media whether it be wisdom facebook linkedin twitter tiktok instagram uh clubhouse youtube any of those you can find and follow me at my name is tenille and One of the things that I will say about myself is regardless of what I am talking about for a particular day. So whether I'm going live on Facebook in a a broadcast or you find me on Wisdom or Anchor.fm doing a podcast, what I do, who I am. I educate and empower I'm an empowerment specialist so whether I'm helping you in the literary world or I'm helping you in your life what I do is I educate you and again I'm educating you on you being the best version of you because so many people miss that because they're focused so much on being someone else looking like someone else acting like someone else that they overlook the beauty that lies within themselves, the that, that unique trait that makes you you, many times people miscount or discount it as being a flaw. And it's not a flaw, it's the thing that really makes you unique and stand out. And that's the thing that you should be embracing because if you have a thousand people all look the same talk the same walk the same then what makes it different right and again you all also have to believe always lead with this i'm a believer which means that i look at the word of god as being a foundation for how i walk talk live and think and so if we're called to be peculiar how can you be strange if you're trying to be like everybody else or let me say it like ty Tribbett said it in the song how can you be out standing if you're unwilling to stand out right nobody wants to stand out nobody wants to be different but you wanna be outstanding. What makes someone or something outstanding is when you're going against the grain. And so in either case, um, like I said, if ever you are looking for in need of encouragement, empowerment, or inspiration, then you can always find me, if no place else, I encourage you guys to go to anchor.fm and subscribe to my Educated and Empowered Podcast. Yes, you will find some free content but for that $3.99 a month fee, you also get exclusive access to bonus content that I create just for my subscribers. And so, if you haven't already done so, and you're like, man, I really like what she's saying, and, and most of the things she says resonates with me, it's a blessing, then go ahead and feel free to be a blessing. It's only $3.99, and show your support to me and what it is that I do. But today, we are talking about living a well-balanced life, and so, I started out um saying what you know the angle if you look at it from personal versus professional versus spiritual versus social right so basically um, breaking that down to say your personal relationships spouses you know parents uh children what have you Professional is if you have a job uh spiritual is if you go to church or a believer or, or you know um you, you meditate things like that where you tap into a higher sense of self and then social would then be your friends your community your organization things like that so again in general if that's if that pertains to you if you can look at that um, if that format pertains to you then look and see if you are balanced you know if that's what you desire for your life you want to be able to check mark all of those things then if you find that there's some area that you don't have then you want to ask yourself why what's going on why don't you have that area why you know and most of the time the answer to the why is because you're spending so much time in another area that you don't have time for the one that you're looking for by the time you get finished with this you're so tired or so drained that there isn't a such thing as trying to get something different and so again if that other area is really important to you then I would encourage you to make assessments to see what it is that you could change where is it that you can steal some moments some hours some days or what have you to put it over into that other category to make you a a bit better balanced right and if you're the type of person you're like "I, I hear you and you're talking directly to me but I have no clue I've been saying forever that I'm out of balance and I just don't know how to get back in balance then again I encourage you guys to reach out to me even if you don't want for me to customize an entire program for you just reach out for a consultation and then I can give you some professional assessments to help you see yourself in a different and better light and you can just go to my website my name is Tenille.com for that but The other way to look at yourself is in terms of physical health, mental health, so mental and emotional, spiritual health, and financial health, right? And so are you balanced? As it pertains to that if that's the way that you want to look at yourself so we say physical health you know it's not and again no I will not say that it's about a certain weight I hate when I go to the doctor now I have four daughters and I've told you guys that now I can look at all four of them all four of them have different body types they're all about the same height and I understand that so let me disclaim, put out this disclaimer I am NOT a medical professional I'm just a mother of many. And what I'm not going to do is make my children feel as though they all have to look the exact same way and make them feel bad because one might be taller than the other, one might be a little heavier than the other. What I do is I look at their numbers. As long as whatever weight they are is not causing them any type of health issues, because don't get me wrong, I do understand um, that, you know, when you are a certain weight, right? So the reason why the uh, uh, doctors and the medical profession, they look at weight and and flag obesity and morbid obesity and all of that, I do understand that those are connected to various health issues. So many times if you are obese comes, you know, high blood pressure or high cholesterol or potential diabetes or, you know, things like that. However, that said, understand that everybody doesn't work the same way. And when I'm saying everybody, I mean literally each person's body, every body does not work the same way. And so if I have one child that may be 136 pounds and I have another child that might be 176 pounds, I understand that the child that may be 176 pounds may be considered overweight. However, what I'm looking at is... I need the whole picture. Is this hurting her numbers? Is she is she a candidate for diabetes, pre-diabetes, you know, uh, junior diabetes? Is she looking at, like, is her blood pressure high? Is she, I want to look at everything. Tell me the entire medical picture. And if it's just the fact that you would prefer for her to slim down some, if she's not, you know, borderline anything and everything is actually good, then I'm not going, to body shame her i'm not going to make her feel bad for not being uh, 40 pounds lighter like her sister and again all of this is preference because every the same way that every person isn't the same every parent isn't the same and we have uh jillian that is in cue we're going to bring jillian on with either a question or comment about today's topic which is living a well-balanced life how are you jillian
1: Good, and uh, my cat's sitting on my, on my chest, and it's so pure, and I think you're right about when it comes to weight, um, at least in, like, children. I, I don't know if I can comment on children, but I think you're right when it comes to, hey, Mom, um, when it comes to, you know, like, are, is this, like, hurting them? Are they at risk for anything? um I, I love doing research so it's like oh are they on their way mm-hmm. you know it's like like you said like is 170 like and they hit this certain rate so are they on that path they're healthy right now but like if we keep going down this path will it turn it into something else but if not you're like oh they're just like you know a little heavy but like they can lose a few pounds but mm-hmm. it's not hurting anything i totally agree with you that like encouraging like po- uh, body positivity and saying hey like you know, like, but like, if it was at risk, you're like, Hey, you know, you set them down and like really explain to them. They're like, I'm, I'm trying to help you not hurt you. Absolutely. And so, like, you know, and like, let's, let's, I'm, um, you know, I mean, active, you're being active. Let's, we're on this health journey together. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just using it as like an example because mm-hmm. my mom was like that she wanted to lose weight, but she never was like, you need to lose weight. Mm-hmm. It was like, Hey, let's be, let's become healthy together. And I was like, yeah, you know, and I never felt like, um, you know, I was always pretty much comfortable in my body, but the way my mom, um, explained weight was, you know what I'm saying? She's like, I'm overweight and I want to make sure you're healthy. Maybe, you know, if, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Was like...
0: Absolutely. And she always gave
1: me the choice. She was like, you don't have to eat this, but this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And of course, by leading by example, I was like, well, you know, if mom's eating it. I'm, I'm going like, to eat it too.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: Yeah. And, you know, and even, you know, when I got out of high school and I joined the Marine Corps, now, like, that weight, I was still, like, you know, I was just like, oh, I'm happy with my body. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I have, being, like, in the Marine Corps, you have to, like, look a certain way. And you have to, like, of course, act a certain way. But, like, if we're talking about weight, um, their standards is, <sighs> Jesus, it is really outdated. I can't
0: and there's, like,
1: body shaming, like, and doing unhealthy things to like maintain weight for some people some people are just naturally super skinny mm-hmm. and i'm just like you know what that's still not good either because they want to gain weight on the other end of the
0: spectrum mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i knew
1: uh, one of my marines um that i worked with he worked at admin i work in um radio but he was like what was it six two and like 145 mm-hmm. pounds like wow.
0: super yeah wow. super skinny
1: yeah. He was like, no matter what I do, I just can't, can't gain the gain weight.
0: weight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so
1: you can look at somebody and be like, oh, they're overweight. They need to lose weight. Oh, they're underweight. Oh, cool. That's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, but it comes back down to like how they were raised and how they feel about themselves. But if you are in, a, are in a, like a community that like really values like healthy weight or like a perceived healthy weight, it can do a lot to your mental state. I've seen Absolutely. a lot of people who, a lot of women who, have gained weight because of like childbirth, and they've mm-hmm. helped with a year to get back in shape. Mm-hmm. But a year is still not long enough. Yeah. Yeah. Depending on you know, complications or, um, you know, they're working hard, but their body just doesn't want to lose the weight because you know everyone's body is different. Absolutely. Um, but like, but living a healthy, balanced life is. Um. hopefully having the space to do so and if you can't obviously try to leave that space but like if like just normal life if you are you have to first be self-aware of like what bad habits or bad things that maybe that you're not doing in self-love mm-hmm. and really like oh uh, this is hurting me and I thought I was helping me mm-hmm. and then finding a program or a, a person like a life coach for instance mm-hmm. like or <laughs> you know trying to of course try to help you out but like you know what I'm saying like finding someone or a resource that can help you get to your goals that become more well balanced, I
0: think is really important. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I appreciate you for coming up. Are you, do you have a show on wisdom, um, uh, Jillian, that people can reach out to?
1: Um, on wisdom? No, but, um, i'm in the works of getting my podcast up okay. um so me and my good friend uh dylan alvarado he's here on wisdom we're gonna do a show we're calling it chow to chow and basically it's for veterans and service members or anybody who has veteran stories or anything with the community um to to really build a community of like stories i want to hear what you did between Chows because we have a phrase saying chow to chow, Sunday to Sunday. So when it gets hard and rough, you just work from chow to chow, you know, from yeah. uh, lunch to, to dinner, or breakfast to lunch, mm. you know, you just, you just keep your head down. And it's mm. a lot of times it's when it's really shitty. And I want to hear those, like, what did you do doing those chows? Good, bad, sad. Um, because a lot of times when people get out of the military, they get um, depressed and sad because mm-hmm. all of their friends are gone now. Mm-hmm. All of that sense of community is just gone. I mean, they may have a handful of friends, but maybe they don't talk all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was definitely inspired by Vet TV. Um, but, like, I think having a podcast where we're sitting and talking, um, it would be really important. And just talking about topics of, like, what is life after you get out? I'm still in. I'll get out soon. But um just like what's on the other side and for any like service members they can help see like oh this is what the rest of the world is like because i joined Mm -hmm. at 18 i had one summer job so this is really all i've ever known yeah
0: Um, yeah
1: so that's that's come soon um i talked to my co-host he's still in japan so our time our times are kind of yeah yeah i think they're like
0: 14 hours ahead of us right something like that yeah Mm -hmm.
1: it's like 14 15 something Mm -hmm. crazy like that Mm -hmm. so um yeah, wow. I have talked to him this morning about like hey we need to do a trailer um, you know so people kind of know what it is and then we need to start recording so I found some people who'd want to do it um, so yeah it should be coming in the next few weeks oh, I'm really excited but nothing t- like dedicated on wisdom we might come on wisdom and like do some fun stuff but yeah that's that's uh, my, my, um, my um, show I guess <laughs> that's coming soon
0: Well, that is awesome and definitely wishing you the best and thanking you so much for stopping in and coming up to the mic. And please continue to listen to the rest of the podcast. I'm just about done, but if you're not already following me, feel free to do that as well. Thanks so much, Jillian. Thank you. I'm
1: Volume you wisdom. Yes.
0: Bye all right guys so if you are just now tuning in the topic for today is living a well-balanced life and um we've already in the first part we talked about what it looks like if you are you know breaking up that breaking it down into categories of personal professional spiritual and social but now what we're looking at is we're talking about well what would it look like um if we look at physical versus mental emotional spiritual and then um financial and so i want to thank jillian for coming up to the microphone because that was some great insight that she had just looking to say it like this There is no one-size-fits-all, period. And I think that sometimes you hurt yourself when you are focused so much on being like other people that you overlook the beauty of what it means to be yourself. And so the best thing to do is just figure out who you are, who you are purposed to be, and where you may be falling short in your designated areas. And so when we're talking about whether it be physical health, mental health, financial health, where are you falling short if you deem yourself to be falling short and again I say if you are not able to create your own plans if you have recognized that there is a problem that there is somewhere where you are falling short but you just don't know how then again I encourage you whether you reach out to me as a coach or get someone who may be able to assist you don't feel so overwhelmed or feel like you know what difference does it make and I might as well just forget about it it'll never happen no there are some times when you're just not able to come to the solution on your own and there's no shame in that you know recognize where you may not be um, at your best and then just figure out you know what would you like for that to look like and if you don't know how to do it right because a lot of times we can come up with goals we know what we want but we may not know exactly how to get there or we don't know the the execution plan that we need to take and that's the reason where and how a, a coach can really come into play but in either case guys I'm gonna stop it there I want to thank you all so much for tuning in today um, and I hope again that if you're not already following me whether it be on wisdom or across the other social media platforms that you will take the time to connect and if you like my podcast that you will subscribe to the educated and empowered podcast that you can find on anchor.fm for only $3.99 a month and if you would like for me to help you to become the best version of yourself then go to my website which is my name is and I'll be able to give you a lot more assistance there thank you guys so much for your time and you guys enjoy the rest of your day